0: I might as well just tell you right now, I actually saw him, Paul McCartney, live like two years ago and I left.
1: <laughs> Did you have to pee really bad?
0: No, I just didn't care. Mm. She's not a girl
1: Mitch. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Happiness is a Warm Mic, a show about someone who has never heard the Beatles before. I'm your host, Raja Shah, and with me is the main subject of our show, Katrina Sostek. Welcome, Katrina.
0: Thank you. I have heard the Beatles before. I didn't always know that they were Beatles songs.
1: All right. The premise of our show is slowly crumbling, but that's okay.
0: (laughs) No, I think the premise is like, I have definitely heard the Beatles, but they didn't resonate or make any impression on me. Got it. But Until most, Thursday.
1: Most importantly, you listened to The White Elm for the first time this week.
0: Yeah. And I wanted to record, like, keep it fresh in my mind what I had never heard before, before the the waters got muddied by me listening to it over and over.
1: Yeah. And you yeah. engaged in a arguably crazy process of self-education, yeah. which uh, we now all get to benefit from.
0: Yeah. And
1: for additional context, so Katrina, we, we have known each other for like 15 years. And I can say... Uh, On Katrina's behalf, like she is at least to a reasonable approximation, a normal person or at least (laughs) like, um, I don't know, functional member of society. Thank you. Likes other good music, uh, is telling me about new bands sometimes, going to shows.
0: I go to shows all the time. It's like music is an interest of mine.
1: You eat foods that are multicolored, um, (laughs) literally, because we have friends who don't do that.
0: (laughs) That's right. Like I, I try to soak up what the world has to offer.
1: You're not a social pariah.
0: I don't think I am.
1: Yeah, uh, you just you happen to not very know very much about the Beatles.
0: Yeah. And like as I've been thinking about this over the last week, this is not the only thing that I have a blind spot about. And I don't know why. But let's just say this isn't the only thing where I've been like, wow, I thought I was well versed in like blah blah blah. But You're talking it turns about race? Out, no. <laughs> no. Like I didn't know a lot of idioms And then I asked my mom once when I was an adult, like, why don't I know any idioms? That's weird. I'm a native English speaker. And she was just like, I think they're stupid. So I never said them to you. Huh. So like, and she hates Julie Andrews. Like, there are things that she might have uh, decided not to expose me to. So yeah, I've been trying to understand, is it just the Beatles or is it like lots of things that like I somehow don't know about?
1: So your mom's blacklist so far includes idioms, (laughs) Julie Andrews and the Beatles.
0: Yeah. And Julie Andrews is because she said she's so damn perfect. She thinks she's better than everyone else.
1: (laughs) All right. We should have your mom here is what I'm really realizing.
0: Right. Like, I don't know if there's more to this Beatles thing, but somehow I just like didn't know very much about the Beatles.
1: All right. Fast forward to a week ago, I received this text message. Uh,
0: Oh God, that's really big font Yeah, I
1: printed it out You usually don't see text messages (laughs) (laughs) this large On eight and a half by 11 paper Uh, Here, here's my reading of it From Katrina, Friday, 10.58 a.m. I listened to the White Album for the first time in my life last night I mean, wow Okay, Beatles, I get it You're talented Damn I am now playing a game where I guess who is singing each song I continue to have trouble telling them apart Dot, dot, dot And then a conversation ensued from there, and I received a picture later in the text message (laughs) of, uh, I'm holding it up here, it's another sheet of paper where you've listed every song on the White Album, and there's multiple columns, Um, what was going on here?
0: (laughs) So after I realized I didn't know what the Beatles looked like, which was about a week ago, I ended up walking home from work, which takes like an hour and 15 minutes, and I was like, I'm gonna listen to the white album. I think I started wanting to like make up for the fact that I didn't know what they look like. And I was I pride myself on recognizing faces well. Uh huh. Great. <laughs> um, but I also pride myself on recognizing voices well. So I was just like, <clears throat> how can I really like master the Beatles and feel like I know them as people, not only faces, but also voices.
1: And so you took on a personal project.
0: Yeah. And the songs are also different and like the voices sort of sound different. So I was just like, it should be easy to figure this out. It was not.
1: Well, so you actually brought your your notes with you.
0: Yeah, I think in my mind I was like, I need to make a grid of all the songs and then guess who the singers are and then write notes and say whether I like the songs.
1: Right, because actually, so it progressed. The first, the first picture I received is I am looking at it right here. <laughs> that it's was actually, from work. It's just an index card with the names of songs. It's a and a Phil's co- coffee cup.
0: I think that was on Friday, so I had listened to the White Album for the first time Thursday night. I basically listened to it continuously after that, and at that point, I was like, I need to guess the singers. And so,
1: these index this index card just has the names of the songs, and then next to like maybe a third of them. There's It says either like McCartney or Harrison or there's two guesses and a lot of question marks, including one that has uh, Helter Skelter, question mark, question mark, Ringo, question mark, question mark, McCartney. We'll get into that.
0: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we will. So
1: that was on Friday. And then on Saturday, there's this much more detailed piece of paper and it's got all these columns. So you actually brought your your notes with you. Yeah. Well, yeah, just tell us. uh, like
0: I'll read the columns to you. Yeah, please do. Okay, the first column is the number sign. And it's the song number. Sure. Um, the second column is the song name, Got it. and it's like an abbreviated name. The third column is "heard before?" question mark. Because as I was listening on Thursday night, I I was amazed that I had never heard many many of the songs before. Um, and I love like the thrill of a new thing, so I was like, "This is exciting," and I don't want to. I want to re- record that I've never heard it before, so that like later on, I don't get confused. And think that I had heard it before.
1: I appreciate how serious you're taking the entire process.
0: Yeah. Well, because when I went to Beatles karaoke a year ago, I definitely had never heard Happiness is a Warm Gun.
1: I think that's fair, actually.
0: Okay. I mean, not as a Beatles
1: <clears throat> fan, I don't think it's fair. But I think like as a human, it's yeah. like a lot of these songs, especially from the White Album, to be honest, they are not like the ones that they play on the radio. You know, even if they're great.
0: And I've been questioning that, too, because when I was a kid, I actually listened to like the oldies station a lot in the car. And I like like if you play a random oldies song, whatever that means, like I know most of the words. That's the thing. I also pride myself on like remembering words to songs. really well. A lot of pride. A lot of pride. Um, So the next two columns are singer number one and number two. And I did that because some of it, it's like the first guess and the second guess. And some of it, I think there's duets. I'm sure. not sure. I mean, I think there's ensemble pieces, but I think there's also duets. And yeah, some of it's like a hedge against my first guess. Uh-huh. Then the next column is like or not. And there's like different levels of liking and not liking in that column.
1: What are the levels?
0: Um, There's Y for yes, N for no, why exclamation point and exclamation point, and then there's number one jam, which actually two of them got number one jam. Fair enough. And I also have like a number one number one jam that's not on this album. That's actually not the Beatles. What? It's a George Harrison song. Which one? It was actually written by Bob Dylan.
1: Which 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 song?
0: I'm trying to remember.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a real jam.
0: It's so good.
1: Uh, what's the next column?
0: Style notes.
1: <laughs> What's the final column
0: uh singer guess rationale? I like that, yeah,
1: um, because so- I wanna
0: be able to defend myself. I know I'm wrong about at least one of these, probably many of them, but like all of my guesses are like internally consistent with what I think each beetle is like and how they sound. None of that is necessarily true, but like in my mind, I have decided what each beetle's like, and so I wanna be able to back up my guess.
1: You have a narrative.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. And so we are now going to... We'll go track by track. We'll listen to a little bit of each one. And so to be clear, you don't actually know who sings any of these songs. You've been holding off on, on actually Googling or finding out otherwise who actually sings this song. Yeah.
0: Songs. And it's kind of been killing me because I'm so excited to find out who sings each song. And also, I feel like once I like unlock the answer to one, it'll inform other guesses i'm not going to change my other guesses but it's just like like if i just had an anchor to know like what does paul mccartney sound like i honestly am not sure uh-huh. um i will say i did listen to george harrison solo stuff and so i kind of know what he sounds like and then i i remembered that i know the song imagine by john lennon and i also had listened to like another solo song of his so i had very few reference points of like what each singer's song uh sounds like
1: so you'll be finding out for the first time right now. I'll reveal the answer. You'll, you'll tell us your guess. We'll, we'll reveal the answer. You can keep, kind of keep score on your sheet. Yes. And we'll hear some of your notes. And actually, you know what? This is an opportunity for you because we'll actually just, we'll, why don't we just do disc one today? And then you'll, you can bake that into your algorithm and update your <laughs> narratives of each of the fab four. That sounds good. For next time. Yeah. All right. So let's start off track one back in the SSR. All right, so do you have a hard guess for this one?
0: By hard, do you mean like like a final guess? What's your level of
1: certainty? Yeah.
0: Oh, my level of certainty. So first of all, I have heard this song before. Okay. Or I had heard it before Thursday. I think it's Paul McCartney. And do you want to tell me if I got it right, or do you want me to tell you why I think it's Paul McCartney?
1: Why don't you tell me why you think it's Paul McCartney?
0: Okay, here's the thing. I feel like I really know George Harrison's voice. And I feel like I pretty much know John Lennon's voice. And I know that they're like professional singers with a lot of talent. And so they can sound different and have different styles. But like the style of the song just doesn't sound like a John Lennon song to me or a George Harrison song. Uh, like I described the voices of each Beatle as I imagined them to be in my internally consistent logic. Okay. And I, I call Paul McCartney's voice tinny. And I think he's like a Muppet. <laughs> like I made personalities for them to explain the style of song. <laughs> and so this song's like rah, 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 like a Muppet and it's tinny and it's not like this like deep velvety kind of like smooth voice. I know Ringo's also an option, but I feel like he's kind of a shit show. And like, well, I know that Ringo doesn't sing that many songs. I So I accidentally looked at the Abbey Road, I should mention. All right. I did quickly look at the Abbey Road. Wikipedia page before I started on this quest and I don't really remember what it said but I remember it said like Ringo sings one song in each album or like one to two and so I did know that and I figure if he's not singing that much it's because he kind of sucks and Jeff accidentally told me that too he was like Ringo sings the embarrassing songs so that's anyway, not
1: entirely true I mean that's, some, that's definitely sometimes true
0: <laughs> yeah so in the text messages that we sent like Raja and Jeff were like that's great. And then would say something about the Beatles and I'd be like, no hints, like, don't tell me anything. And so only a few hints came through. But that was one that Jeff said Ringo sings the embarrassing songs that no one else wants to sing. So anyway, I don't think USSR is like an embarrassing song, but it also doesn't have that like melody, like beautiful voice thing going on. Right. And it fits with my idea of Paul McCartney being a tinny Muppet. And no so offense that, to him.
1: That, that's based <laughs> not just on this song, but in general, Tinny Muppet. A specific mother. Well,
0: but that's the thing. I don't, I don't have a frame of reference. I don't have like a North Star for Paul McCartney like I do for Lennon and Harrison. As I said, I walked out on his solo show and I can't name a solo song of his. So like, that's just like, it was basically process of elimination. I was like, this doesn't sound like Harrison, Lennon. It's too respectable of a song for Ringo or too popular of a song. Sure. And so then I was like, what is that voice that I hear that's not the other people? And then I decided it was a tinny Muppet.
1: <laughs> Congratulations.
0: <laughs> Am T- I right? Tinny T-
1: Muppet theory is correct, yes. Yes. I don't know how you get tinny <laughs> T- Muppet from that song.
0: Do yep, yep, other- yep, 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 yep.
1: I feel like if there's any other, if there's one beetle who's a Muppet, it would have to be Ringo.
0: Well, he's, so there's like a continuum of like- Muppetry? Well, Muppetry is like the extreme end and then the other end is like super cool. I call it forlorn. All like right. just like artsy. Well, artsy is kind of in the middle, but like smooth. Smooth. Just like deep like baritone. I don't actually know what a baritone is, but mm-hmm. like just like a low voice that's like very serious and uh forlorn. Like has a hint of sadness, whereas a Muppet is like manic and happy. So I think Ringo is the furthest along. This is my continuum theory. All
1: right. So,
0: like, Ringo is like the furthest on the Muppet side, and he's super ridiculous. <laughs> These are, this is not based on no, any facts, as you know. As you know, quite insightful um, for a novice. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. I feel like I pride myself on being very intuitive, of course. Mm-hmm. So, I, I felt like I could get to know their personalities through the White Album. So, anyway, then McCartney's next. He's Tinny and a Muppet, but like, you know, a little more res- respectable. Then Lennon is like, a little out there and he's super artsy and weird but he has like an amazing voice and then George Harrison's like all business and also like kind of sad and has a slightly deeper voice so that's my like those are my guiding principles
1: it's interesting because all of this is kind of informed by your listening to their later albums which I feel like their voices have evolved quite a bit from their early days none more than anyone none more than George Harrison I feel like he changed the most from beginning to end any other notes about this one before we move to the next one
0: uh, I do like it. Okay. Like but, it is a Y with no exclamation point. Got it. Um, And I just say it's super poppy
1: yeah, as a style.
0: And also that's my rationale is tinny and super poppy.
1: It's also kind of like either an homage or a parody of the Beach Boys a little bit.
0: Yes, I thought that too. Because there's that like chorus and yeah, I didn't know if what the point was there. But it did sound like the Beach Boys.
1: It sounds pretty great. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the next one okay this is Dear Prudence that to to be enough of a sample size okay what is your guess for this one
0: so this one I found very hard um first of all let me just say I'm really excited about getting USSR right because that makes me more confident (laughs) the rest of my guesses like my system has not been like proven wrong yet uh so my first guess so I think this might be a duet and my singer number one guess is Lennon and my singer number two guess is McCartney
1: And when you say duet, what do you mean by that?
0: Well, it's hard to, like, some songs I think two guys, two Beatles are actually singing together at the same time. Sometimes I think one is doing the chorus and one's doing the verse. Um, This one was both a guess about it being a duet and a hedge because I couldn't decide which one it was of the two. All right. And it's McCartney, I guess, because it's, like, a little bit higher pitched, Um, but I guess Lennon because it's, like, a more chill song, less Muppety. And also, I think Lennon has a really good voice. And, like, the person saying this has a good voice. And I think McCartney doesn't have a very good voice. Relatively speaking. Are, con- you're throwing
1: bombs right now. Well, that's the thing.
0: I ended up hating McCartney, and I don't know why. Like, I a lot of the songs I don't like, I blame him. I say they're his songs. So I might have veered off the path
1: there. I'm kind of glad Jeff's not here, because it, it would be like... uh yeah, the two yeah. of you would be ganging up on me.
0: Well, but this is all. I love all of them. The thing is, this is all based on my like probable misconceptions about who is which beetle.
1: Well, so who did you think was singing just then
0: in that version? at that the heard? beginning? In the beginning, yeah. This one was so hard. Um, was well, I think maybe Lennon? So in my mind, Lennon's like artsy and weird and has a big range of styles and um, pitch. So Lennon is my first guess. All right. You're right. Amazing. God, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> two for two.
1: Um, but that, you know what? That's a good point. It was double tracked, which means that it's the same person singing it. Oh. You know, they don't just like literally copy the track and play. He sings it twice, I'm pretty sure, which is why you can actually tell that there's two of them.
0: I was worried about that, too. All
1: right. Any other notes on that one?
0: Um, I like that song a lot. I said, pretty high notes, but also a rich sound. For my justification of Lennon. sure,
1: yeah, he does have a very high voice, but actually, all of them can sing super high, um, and I would say, in their defense, that they're all pretty fantastic singers, with the possible exception of Ringo. <laughs> although, even he has his char- a certain charm and can sing better than most people in the world.
0: I believe that it's not that I think uh, the singers on the Muppet side are bad singers. It's just like in it's Beatles' world, not as pretty. Not as pretty or just maybe not as like my style, you know, the the kind of music I like.
1: All right. Yeah. Shall we go to the next one?
0: Sure. Like I've imagined myself if I were in um, the 50s or 60s or whenever the Beatles were happening, um, if I were a lady, a young lady with Beatles mania, with a bad case of Beatles mania, like I would probably be running around screaming and being excited about the tinny Muppet songs. Okay. You know? Yeah. Because I would have, I'd be caught up in all of that.
1: And sure enough, he's the cute one. Yeah. Although Ringo had his, his fans as well, big time, <laughs> if the movies are belie- believed.
0: Yeah, and Ringo was the one I really didn't remember ever seeing in my life before last week.
1: All right. Yeah. His appearance has probably changed the most, too, over time. Yeah. He's also still alive. Okay, let's go to the next one. Okay. This is Glass Onion.
0: Oof. I told you about strawberry fields. You know
1: the place of Trina is making a lot of sighing noises and rolling her eyes. All right. What are your thoughts about this one? So it's, it's, this seems like it's, you're not a fan. It
0: just, like, rubs me the wrong way. I find it jarring. Uh-huh. In style notes, I wrote poppy, comma herky-jerky.
1: Yeah, fair. I will say about this one, I think this one is a grower. um. <laughs> It's like, I, I also remember not liking it. And then, I don't know, now I just kind of, I'm into it. Um,
0: and I change my thoughts about songs often. I like to listen to songs on repeat sometimes just to get into them. And, and sometimes I end up liking them more. Um, so yeah, you- so this song, I I thought, well, I'm pretty sure I had never heard it before. But when I heard the lyrics, Strawberry Fields, I was like, that's a familiar lyric. But I think that's... The name of a different song.
1: It is Strawberry Fields Forever. Yeah.
0: Strawberry. Yeah. Yep. Fields Forever. Go for it. Yeah. Was that on Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band?
1: No, but it was recorded during that time.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, like these things are somewhere in my brain. But I was like, Strawberry Fields, I've definitely heard this. And then I started hearing that jarring, bad sound. And I was like, I haven't heard this before. Um, And this one I also found hard to guess who sang it um it was a lot like the previous song except instead of being a song i really liked it was a song i didn't like (laughs) Yep. and but it was like a similarly high voice uh, but also like a someone who could sing um i guess i don't need to say that for every (laughs) but some of the songs i think are actually like the person singing sounds very bad
1: really on this album i think so other than don't pass me by
0: I don't agree that's the worst song uh, there is a text message about how that or dream 9, or revolution, revolution. 9 was a, the worst song on the album and i think there are far worse songs all right yeah um we'll get so there. anyway yeah i guess i shouldn't i sh- it should be assumed that like the beatles can sing well but some songs it's more melodic and like the voice sounds prettier so on this one like it does sound pretty good uh but it's high and I don't like the song so it's basically I chose the opposite of Dear Prudence which is like McCartney first and then Lennon
1: mm, no
0: it's Lennon isn't it it is
1: a Lennon song
0: damn it I'm realizing Lennon I think has more range than the others and is just a weirdo
1: when you say range do you mean like vocal like a uh, like both pitch or style just like style
0: yeah I don't
1: agree well
0: I don't actually know right, this is point. based on <laughs> nothing
1: <laughs> um <laughs> I would say in terms of range, stylistically, and pitch, Paul McCartney has the biggest.
0: Well, I don't actually know what songs he sang, so I'll right, find out.
1: <laughs> um, any other notes about this one?
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, I wrote, hard to tell for who's singing it. This this one stumped me. Um, <laughs> yeah, and just like, like I just said, high slash tinny, but some good sounding stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is true that they have, like, you know, sometimes they, like, by their own admission put in better or worse performances like that song oh darlin from uh abbey road yes that's a paul song and i read some interview with him where he's like i knew that going into st i knew going into the studio that i was going to have to turn in just a fantastic performance on this one and that's what i did
0: <laughs> i don't remember that song even though i definitely listened to it in the last few days um but yeah oh darlin that's all I'm, you're, oh you're yeah, 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 yeah! It sounds like doo-wop-y. Mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm. What is with them? I feel like they're trying to do like a medley of all musical styles from all time.
1: There's some of that. <laughs> I think you know they're just fans, is a big part of it. They're fans of all these different types of mu- all these different types of music. Okay. Uh, let's go to the next one. All right, thoughts.
0: Well, I was just bopping to the song. Yes. So it's hard not to. Yeah. First of all, I've definitely heard, I had heard this song before. I wouldn't have been able to tell you it was the Beatles, though.
1: Okay. You probably would have said, hey, that's that song from that TV show Life Goes On from the 90s.
0: That's not even it. I just would have been like, oh, that's that song that we all know. Okay. Maybe I did associate it with that TV show, Um, with
1: Quirky. Yeah, yeah, that
0: was a great show. Um, So this song on paper, I shouldn't like it because it's tinny and muppety, but it's so damn catchy. You just tipped your hand. I know, I know, I did. But so there's a, in my style notes column, I write camp song for a lot of these. <laughs> yeah, And it's like a song that Pete, like kids are probably singing at camp right now. That's fair. And so this is camp song. All right. Yeah. And I also associate camp song with like Paul McCartney slash Muppets slash Happy Go Lucky. Yeah. And that's
1: you got you nailed. It. I mean, I did.
0: Yes. I'm is, still reeling from the um,
1: that, glass onion oh, yeah. situation.
0: Although I knew that one would be hard.
1: I mean, for the this song is about as Paul as you can get. Not only does it just really sound like him, you know, because uh, there are songs where it's you know because of his wide stylistic range, it might be harder to tell. But this yeah like, totally sounds like himself. But it's got that like upbeat, campy. Like, yeah, basically the sort of word on the street about, like, Paul songs versus John songs, which is yeah. only somewhat true, but definitely has truth to it, is that, like, Paul's the upbeat, happy guy, and John Lennon is the, like, morose, artsy guy,
0: So more complicated. I should also tell you that I knew that sort of. Right. Someone told me that, like, 10 or 15 years ago, but in my mind it was McCartney was the happy, upbeat one, and Harrison was the morose, serious one? All right, but I knew I knew in my mind that like Paul McCartney was upbeat and happy.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's I, part of his brand.
0: Yeah. Even though I didn't know what his voice sounded like, that was a another like guiding principle for me.
1: Even now, if you had stuck around at that concert a couple of years ago, like <laughs> you would see, even at the age of like seventy, whatever, he has his like whole stage banter patter yeah. planned out that stays the same from show to show. He's a real c- crowd pleaser. Yeah, which seems like it might be a bad thing. And if in fact, if you ever see him on a talk show, it would be like this guy is, seems like a real douchebag, except for the fact that he's Paul McCartney, which somehow kind of makes it all right.
0: Yeah, his face is very friendly; like it's hard to hate a guy with a face like that.
1: He had some work done.
0: Um. Oh, <laughs> but my... even oh, so can I just tell you my notes? Sure, sure, even sure. though this was like ostensibly an easy one, mm-hmm. I thought it out, um, and I wrote, "Hi, tinny-sounding voice." too ridiculous for Lennon or Harrison too good for Ringo <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not a bad not a bad uh, metric all right uh, let's go to the next one uh, this is Wild Honey Pie this one's Katrina is shaking her head um, it's debatable how much time we should spend on this one
0: I hate this one
1: She's wondering how much longer we're going to listen to this one. All right. I think we're going to we'll end that right there.
0: Okay. I hate that song. Uh-huh. Uh, I had not heard it before. I wrote no exclamation point for like or not. Um, my notes were what's the point of including this? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also about. Thirty seconds long total. Or yeah, maybe fifty. F- okay, um, and based on that and my like thoughts about the different Beatles, I guess singer number one was McCartney, and singer number two is Ringo. And I think that that's like that's not saying it's a duet, although it did sound kind of like a, a bunch of people. Um, I think it's too embarrassing for the other Beatles to sing.
1: You know, actually, that's a I have to say, like, there's a bunch of voices on this one, so it's actually yeah. kind of hard to tell. Yeah. I I egg on my face. I couldn't tell you for sure. I I mean my honest guess is that there's multiple voices until you get to the very end when let's just listen to that last thing where okay. it's like the last note. I think that's probably Paul. Um, I re-
0: this song is like nails on a chalkboard to me.
1: I would guess that's Paul at the end there, but um Yeah. Do you
0: like that song? Would you call that a song?
1: (laughs) I think I had the same reaction as you when I first heard it, which is like, this is filler and not good. And that's probably the most accurate description. But like most of these things, there are maybe some of some of these songs, which I have always hated and have never really gained much of an additional appreciation for. Don't Pass Me By would be one of those. (laughs) Um, And maybe the only one. This one, I feel like I've grown to at least tolerate it and maybe even enjoy it's 50 second long fillerness, ness uh, Because it's like I, I'm not going to go out and say it's bad It's just a thing that exists And if you're going to be like If you're going to have a band And have like a 50 second filler Like of nonsense I actually feel like they did a much better job than This is like ultimate apologist territory
0: <laughs> Yeah, why do you need filler On an album with 30 songs?
1: Fair point Let's go to the next one uh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry Who
0: sang that song? I need to know
1: uh, should I just look it up really quick?
0: Oh, you, the rest you knew by heart. Yeah. Whoa. Raj is looking it up on the internet right
1: now. Oh, interesting. According to Wikipedia, McCartney is the sole performer on the song. Yes. Is that what you said?
0: Well, here's my first guess. Um. Which I think is. Yeah, that counts. Means I win. Yeah.
1: McCartney said of the song, "We were in experimental mode," and so I said, <laughs> "Can I just make something up?" <laughs> <laughs> um, and
0: then put it on an album I started off we'll with the about. guitar
1: and did a multi-tracking experiment in the control room Or maybe in the little room next door It was very homemade, it wasn't big production at all I just made up a short piece <laughs> And I'm trying to it Alright, I mean, I, yeah, I feel like you're somewhat vindicated um, Here
0: Okay, I'm grading my paper right now, by the way
1: Oh, and also, according to McCartney The song might have been excluded from from the album But Harrison's wife, Patty Boyd like quote Liked it very much So we decided to leave it on the album. So you can... um...
0: Yeah, I have been wondering about who their editor was um, (laughs) for this 30-song album. It sounds like anyone could just say they liked something and it would be included.
1: Well, I think on this particular album, um, their producer, George Martin... He wasn't totally out of the picture, but he was on, I think, vacation for long stretches of it. (laughs) Also, according to uh, Stylist Magazine in 2003, they ranked the song at number one on their list of top 10 filler tracks. (laughs) 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 Um, All right. Let's move on from there.
0: Okay. By the way, we're not going to talk about this today, but I still don't really know what happened to the Beatles. (laughs) Um, Like, basic facts. Yes. You just said George Martin. I assume that's a name most people know.
1: He was our producer.
0: Yeah. He sounds important. Sometimes
1: known as the fifth Beatle.
0: Oh, I have heard about the Fifth Beatle. Okay, so right now I have gotten four out of five, correct? Not bad. Thank you.
1: That's B-minus territory. <laughs> and um, there's I
0: 13 just, w- on the first album, right?
1: I just want to read a an email from Katrina right now.
0: <laughs> there's so much supplementary material here. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're going to read.
1: All right. Um, <laughs> Katrina sent us an update about her findings to the larger group today. And there's a lot of stuff in there, but I think there uh, at the very end there's also I have so many more questions now. Why did they break up? Was it Yoko Ono? And how did they ever even get together? They just seem so ill-suited for each other. <laughs> Katrina Nohin Sostek. All right, great.
0: I realize I'm kind of throwing around a lot of bold statements here, but I think I'm in a unique position because I have so little knowledge about the Beatles. I can just look at them in a very impassionate way. No, yeah. And when you look at this album, it's all over the place it's schizophrenic they each seem to have a very different style uh, I think your uh, points are very fair how are they together like this is that's why I thought it might make sense to have four albums of each singer's songs together
1: <laughs> the sixth Beatle <laughs> uh, alright any more notes on that one I think we need to move on it just made me mad alright yeah. continuing story of Bungalow Bill here we go
0: All right. Thoughts about this one? Um, I don't like this song. Okay. But it, it doesn't have an exclamation point about me not liking it. All right. Um, I think it's weird and campy, like a camp song.
1: Uh huh.
0: Um, and I've decided that Lennon is the weird one who does like exper like lots of different styles, of. Songs And also, I, th- I think it sounds like his voice. It's like a rich voice, even though he's singing this weird song. Okay. So, Lennon's my guess. I said it was trippy and campy, and I think everyone sings in the chorus.
1: Yes, it was Lennon. Good job. I'm,
0: like, really good at this, right?
1: Sure.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I shouldn't celebrate too early because there's some <laughs> difficult ones coming up. Um, but I had never heard that before. Don't love it, but... um I don't hate it with a passion.
1: I think it's a great song. Interesting. I'm just going to throw that out there. Not really, the- not great in the like, this belongs in the annals of songwriting or whatever, but just like, it's all, and whenever it's come on, it's like, this is a jam. I'm enjoying it.
0: You don't mind that it has like weird different styles and in the same song and it kind of stops and starts?
1: Uh, Like, do I feel like I need to keep my style separated?
0: <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> it didn't speak to me. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Yeah, but I'm um, not ranking it as like a, my most hated song.
1: It's not a referendum on what any of us like or don't like.
0: Yeah, and also like my level of liking the song helped me with my guesses. So that I was, see what you're saying. Yeah, because right. I decided that I didn't like certain Beatles.
1: <laughs> Got it. All right, let's go to the next one. Okay, this, this one's one, so good. While my guitar gently weeps. Cool. There's a flaw with this podcast, obviously, which is that it involves starting Beatles songs and then turning them down <laughs> soon after we start playing Ugh. them. Uh, I, you keep listening to that for a while.
0: Oh my God. And I did. I listened to it over and over, over the weekend. Because I, once I started listening to the White Album and making my guesses, I had to like revisit certain songs so that I could figure out who's singing it. But then I revisited this one because it's a number one jam. It's so good. And I love it.
1: Number one jam. Number one
0: jam. It's our first number one jam. And who
1: did you think sings it?
0: I am very sure. Okay, I actually knew this one ahead of time. It's George Harrison. Right. And I love him for it. Yeah. It's such a good song. I knew it ahead of time because... um, Well, first of all, I think I hadn't heard this song before I heard it at Beatles karaoke last year. But then I heard it, and then I was randomly reading this article. It was like a best of 2016 article. Um, And it was about this tribute to George Harrison where all these famous people um, sang this song and then Prince did this like ridiculous solo, guitar solo. But the article was about, it was like an oral history of the people who were there that night. And it was how like, No one knew Prince was going to do that. And like he didn't show up to rehearsal and there was some problem. And like everyone was just like, I don't know. I think Prince is coming. I'm not sure. Does he even know the song? And I think Prince was like, Yeah, I guess I'll do it. Like I'll listen to the song a few times. And then he just like shreds and it's crazy. And he like throws his guitar at the end and it disappears. Yep. And so I had watched the videos and read that stuff around the new year because it was like in the best of 2016 articles. So I knew it was George Harrison. Um, but also, based on my extensive listening to George Harrison solo stuff earlier in the week, I feel like it's very George Harrison. Yes. Like, you can hear his voice. You can hear his, like, forlorn sound. And he's just jamming so hard. And he's my favorite Beatle. And it's, like, a number one jam.
1: That's great. It's a great song. It's you know, so good. I have to say a few things. One is, I think, like, George Harrison might be... I feel like he might be one of my least favorites only, but this is a highly qualified statement because-
0: Well, you also know about the Beatles and I don't.
1: Well, I really like him, first of all.
0: Okay, as a person or an artist?
1: I don't know him as a person. Didn't know him as a person. (laughs) I really like his music. Okay. I feel like- his music and songwriting got a lot better so that by the time the White Album rolled around he's putting out number one jams like this my god whereas earlier in the Beatles you know career he put out some nice songs now and then but a lot of them were like distinctly worse than Lennon McCartney two songwriting geniuses Um, (laughs) and like by George Harrison's own admission he's like I was able to like study at the feet of whatever you know what I mean so like he got a lot better but it meant that in like, so he's like most improved he's definitely most improved okay um, cause he went from like writing mediocre songs to like putting out stuff like this, where it's like, it stands on its own alongside with the other stuff. Yeah. You should, there's like an acoustic version of it or like a demo where it's just Ooh. him and his acoustic guitar. And, uh, it's really nice. I think you should check it out. I think you'd like it. Um, so that's your number one jam or one of your number one jams from this album.
0: Yeah. I have two number one jams on this album. All
1: right. Um, um and
0: I, the style of this was rock out and I did write Lennon backup slash duet question mark. Just for full disclosure. All right. Even though I knew it was George Harrison.
1: I think, you know, I do think that like, when I listen to this now, it's like, oh, this is obviously George Harrison, not only because it's like one of his most famous songs, but also because of that voice and all of that. I, I do think in general, though, like if there were two Beatles who sound the most similar, I would say it's John and George because they're both in like the same kind of like register, timbre, that kind of thing. And I feel like the key difference between them is that John has like a really distinctive accent slash nasally quality to his voice but they both kind of have similar accents and like timbre you know what I mean
0: yeah I thought um, George actually had a distinct accent I mean they both have accents Um, for me I my distinction was that Lennon's voice is more velvety and I know that's like a weird description but I kept coming back to it or just richer really yeah Um, and then also I would I would assign songs to him that were like weirder yes and then George Harrison would be more like traditional sort of like folksy or just like rocking out. Interesting. Yeah. I mean this is all based on nothing. Sure, sure, sure. Let's yeah. go to the let's
1: go to the next song. <laughs> yeah. It's the uh, the namesake of our show. Happiness is a warm gun. She's not a girl. You
0: Oh yeah shot the velvet hand like a lizard on a windowpane The man in the crowd with the multicolored mirrors on his hobnail boots Lying with his eyes while his hands are busy working over time. A soap impression of his wife which he ate and donated to the National Trust
1: Alright, pretty great. Right,
0: a very good song. I hadn't heard it until last year. Okay. Um, I had a hard time figuring out who sang this. I think that there might be that double track thing, or maybe two people singing. Um, but mostly I, I was just confused by the style. Uh, I guessed Lennon, and then I guess McCartney's second because it was a little higher pitched. But like the style is not camp song it's not Muppety <laughs> at all it's like rocking out it's about a gun and maybe a woman but like a gun happiness happy but it doesn't sound happy no you know it's dark um and and Muppets are not dark nope <laughs> <laughs> so but I, I did put McCartney as my second guest just because it's like a little bit higher pitched um yeah and I wrote like duet chorus maybe a different singer in the chorus so yeah, my final guess is Lennon, but I Correct. don't... Oh, shit. Yes. Oh, you know, know you're ins- the Beatles so yeah, well. this is
1: really fantastic. I mean, um, I don't think I yes. could have done this well the first time I listened to this album because like it is actually... And now, it, yes. if you listen to it a million times, it seems totally obvious what all of these are except maybe Wild Honey Pie. <laughs> but I, I feel like when I was listening to them in high school or whatever, I would get confused between voices that seemingly in retrospect are obviously different
0: yeah, and I will say it's not like I just listened to it once. I did listen to it pretty continuously. You heard this your entire weekend, as we established, right, starting Thursday night. I did get brunch and go to a fancy dinner drinks thing, but like other than that, I was definitely listening was to the Beatles, white album most the of the time. Yeah,
1: this song. I feel
0: really good about my record so far.
1: Yeah, you only missed one so far, or two.
0: One, and I was even though I do talk a lot about things I'm proud of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully prepared to fall flat on my face. Like I I figured I would be pretty wrong. I don't again I don't want to celebrate we're only on song eight, but right. I've gotten seven out of eight.
1: Yeah. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah. And also it's like it speaks to my whole continuum of Muppet to forlorn folksy dude.
1: I think so. This song, yeah, yeah it's like you should absolutely following your instincts was the right thing. Like it's a song called Happiness is a Warm Gun, <laughs> classic John Lennon, like this guy had He's problems. He's a weirdo, right? <laughs> yeah, like if, yeah, I read his biography of the Beatles at one point where it's like every 50 pages they it, it, it would cover another 6 months of their lives and it would be like it would always end with like and then John Lennon reached a new low <laughs> and like went on a bender and it progressed from like alcohol to then like this drug then that drug and then like sure enough like by the end you know he was like a heroin User.
0: You're giving me a lot of new information.
1: I don't know if that was true during that this album. Know. Yeah, but like certainly later. Yeah. He had his issues.
0: Well, I knew. I do remember when I was a kid someone saying, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is LSD, mm-hmm. and the Beatles did drugs. And yeah. some of the albums were about drugs. And The outfits they're wearing in some of the photos I've seen, I think, from Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. It's
1: hard for them to argue otherwise.
0: (laughs) you got to be on drugs to be wearing those outfits. (laughs) And so I knew there were some drug elements, but I didn't know if it was just one Beatle or if it was one phase. Later in this long-ass album, there's definitely some, like, drug stuff happening or, like, Maybe the song isn't about drugs, but I hope they were on drugs when they wrote it because sure. it's so weird and yeah. bad.
1: You're thinking about Revolution 9, I'm assuming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't even mind that much, but uh-huh. we'll, yeah, get, no, like, we'll get to it. right? Um, but yeah, so I knew there was a drug thing, but I didn't know who, what, when, where, or why.
1: Definitely started happening before this album was recorded. Yeah, They were, they were clearly on there having tried LSD and being influenced by it. Okay. Uh, phase before they recorded this. This actually a lot of this stuff that was written was on their trip to India, where they went on this like yoga, like this like meditation yoga retreat. With I know this George guy.
0: Harrison's into that, or what?
1: Well, so like all of them went, and he was the only one who I think like it sounds like wasn't disillusioned by the whole thing. By the time they left, he was actually like, yeah, I continue to be into this, and everybody else was just like, what do we sign up for here? <laughs> we're in India. Uh, we're the Beatles. <laughs> like we can be literally anywhere right now. Um and all the women folk were really not pleased. In fact that song Dear Prudence is about somebody somebody's sister, maybe like George Harrison's wife's sister, or one of one of somebody's sis- little sister who was really having a bad time and like didn't come out of her tent for like in India? days in oh, India. Oh, they
0: brought their entourage. They
1: brought their entourage Got it. and lots of drugs from what I gather. <laughs> and so like John Lennon theoretically whether he actually delivered this song to her or not, it was sort of as a hey, let's try to help out this lady named Prudence. She's having a hard time. Come out and play all that stuff. Fascinating. Yeah. Um,
0: One other thing about this song, I wrote, yes, I like it, but it's not why exclamation point, and it's not a number one jam. And the reason is I love the chorus when they rock out, but the rest of it's like, get to the chorus. I want to rock out. That's fair. So maybe I'm impatient.
1: I mean... Obviously, all of your opinions are fair. You're entitled to them.
0: I would say that. The, <laughs> but you respectfully disagree. Well,
1: I think that I also, when I first heard this album, was like, oh, this song, it's like a serious song. It's arty. And like, yeah, I'm, I think I was just much more into pop type stuff then.
0: Yeah. And
1: then I think just this is another one that's just kind of grown on me where it's like, it started out as a song that's like, okay, or that I enjoy. And now it's like in the number one jam territory where it's just like, this is just so good from beginning to end. There's all these things happening it's just so raw this guy who wrote it is like a genius and like it's kind of in a way maybe one of his most raw songs Um, and I just feel like it just keeps doing interesting things from beginning to end
0: I feel like that might be in my future I think it might be yeah and I remember at Beatles karaoke the first time I went this artsy dude got up and just like slayed this song and I had never heard it before and I was like this is weird this is doesn't sound like a happy Beatles song and I was like totally on board, having not heard it before. But now that I know how awesome the chorus is, I just want to get to it faster. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I, oh, by the way, randomly, there's a cool cover of this song just for like classical guitar by this guy named Mark Ribault. Check it out.
0: Okay. Noted.
1: Let's go to the next one. <laughs> okay, Martha, my dear, I think you're gonna get this one. Lennon. What? <gasps> no!
0: <laughs> I was so sure. Oh my God. Wait,
1: shit. What's your second guess?
0: I didn't even have a second guess. Oh my, oh God. my God. Wait, can you play it? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I was so try, sure. I'll turn it
1: back up. If it helps you out, this is a song Wait, that, no hints. This is a, <laughs> I, I think, I think. okay, I'm going to give you a hint. He wrote I the song am- for his dog, his dog, Martha. <laughs>
0: That doesn't help me at all. I don't know anything about the Beatles. (laughs) Just use
1: your scale, your spectrum.
0: You think it's a Muppet song? I didn't think so. I thought it was an artsy song.
1: And then you found out it's about his dog.
0: (laughs) Is this Paul McCartney? Yeah,
1: it's got these horns. This is schmaltz, schmaltzy. But
0: Lennon's a weirdo and likes artsy shit, and I thought he liked to do all these different ranges of styles because he was like freaking out and a weirdo
1: it's uh no. really uh,
0: because i also thought it was like a rich voice and not the,
1: there you go Tiny. oh he doesn't have a titty voice he has a beautiful voice <laughs> No, <laughs> he's extremely talented he's a musical genius
0: <laughs> finally a crack in my system it's kind of like if scotty
1: pippen were on any team other than michael jordan's team he would be regarded as like one of the greatest players of all time he just got happened to be on Michael Jordan's team. That's okay, Paul McCartney. that metaphor
0: is not helping me. But <laughs> so I had written not only yes that I like this, but yes exclamation point because I thought it was not a Muppet song, and I the y thing and upbeat thing kind of annoyed me at first. But this song kept getting stuck in my head, and I like sang it around my house when I wasn't. It's a great song. To the White Album. yeah, and it's good. I think it's good that I don't like hate Paul McCartney and his songs across the board. Cause that's that's wrong. Like he's he stood the test of time. He's a musical genius. He still looks so useful youthful and happy. Uh, he's a musical genius. I don't want to hate him, but I did. Right. But this has opened my eyes. That's Damn great. It. I didn't even have a second guess. It's okay, so it's just, like I put him second for happiness is a warm gun, and not even this show tunes yeah. dog, yeah. like yeah. marching band, like. Muppet shit This is great
1: It means that there's room to learn for all of us Absolutely There's a, there's a learning process Yeah, I'm, you know. I'm
0: surprised it took this long, honestly um,
1: You know, yeah, yeah that's, So that's, that's, again His dog is named Martha <laughs> He wrote a song to her
0: <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that Nothing but, wrong with that uh, I, It does classic, sort of add context That's <laughs> classic <laughs> Shit Okay, um, well Get it wrong I had never heard that before either
1: That's another one where the do- the vocals are double-tracked But, like, it's just him and himself uh, <sighs> This has
0: opened my eyes okay hey, but a,
1: a really nice song right
0: yeah and it was it, i mean i should have written like oh this is hard to guess Ooh, i'm not sure paul mccartney second but i just felt like the sound was lenin yep. and it fit in with his like weird artsy thing that i had made up right yeah <laughs> all right
1: next one well I mean, he is like that weird artsy guy but i would say this song is not that this song is like a. it's like it's not breaking boundaries by like creating new genres but it's doing a fantastic job with an existing kind of old school one.
0: Yeah. And the style notes were show tunesy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's classic Paul. Should have you should have checked your notes.
0: Well, we'll see later that I attribute some of those kinds of songs to Lennon.
1: Interesting. Uh,
0: But not all of them. Like a later one is, (laughs) the notes are jazzy and bad.
1: (laughs) Is that Honey Pie, out of curiosity? No. Interesting.
0: Uh, And I attributed that to McCartney. But yeah, I have a show tunesy, old-timey one one that I attribute to Lennon later on.
1: All right, we'll get there. Yeah, Uh, this
0: might be... Suspense is killing me. Yeah, this might be what like brings me down. It could my, be it could be a real shit show
1: towards the end when we get to this two. <laughs> it's definitely gonna be. Uh let's go to track ten. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I haven't slept a wing. I'm so tired. My mind is on the blink. I wonder should I get up and fix myself a drink. All right, thoughts about this one?
0: Well, my confidence has been blown. <laughs> yeah. This one, first of all, I forgot to write if I liked it or not. Um, uh, it's okay. All right. I mean, it's catchy. I don't like how there's like a lot of screaming at one part. Oh, it's so nice, though. Yeah. Screaming's kind of cool. But it makes it harder for me to guess who it is. Okay. Um. So. I, I disagree, definitely...
1: by the way. I don't know uh, that counts as a hint.
0: Well, now, uh, yeah,
1: now I don't know anything. What's on your sheet? So
0: I put Lennon first, McCartney second, but now I think I was probably wrong again.
1: And what do you think? What's your revised Now guess? I think
0: it's McCartney.
1: No, you should have stuck with your gut. Well,
0: man. no, I stuck with my gut. Yeah, I didn't Lennon. change my vote. I know you didn't. So yeah,
1: it's, it's Lennon. I <laughs> so
0: get credit. I'm just saying like this whole McCartney. Now I have- my You do Yeah. My eyes have been opened to McCartney's uh, talents. I see yeah. what
1: Because you like this song- I like this song. song.
0: Yeah. And I, well, I feel like the voice again was like, what did I write? I wrote like a softer voice. um, Like it has that rich sound to it, but it's also slightly higher pitched than like a classic Lennon song in my mind.
1: The screaming actually, I think, is a good tip off that it's Lennon. Not because McCartney doesn't scream, he actually does, including on this album. (laughs) But it's like, it's like a real angsty, painful screaming in this song. Like it comes from a person yeah. who's like deeply wounded <laughs> and troubled. Um, all right. Next one okay. is Blackbird.
0: This one's so hard for me. I'm just going to tell you that. Okay. Which is crazy. Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Take these broken wings and learn to fly. All your life. You were only waiting for this moment to arrive.
1: All right, so I'm just gonna throw something out there, which you may not like, but you've already written down your guess.
0: Oh, and I feel this was the one that I woke up on Sunday morning with a feeling of certainty about.
1: And what was that? But I was
0: totally confused before that.
1: Well, before you say, before you say your guess, I'm just gonna say that maybe of all the songs we've heard so far, maybe there's like one other one. This is a song that like could only be one (laughs) of them. Like there's just like no way it could be anybody (laughs) other than this person.
0: Yeah, and that's why I was so frustrated by it because I was like this should be easy. First of all, I know the song really well and I didn't even know it was a Beatles song until a year ago. Uh And then, like, it's so distinctive sounding and I should know. All right, what's your guess? But I didn't know until I woke up on Sunday morning. And? Feeling like it was definitely Harrison.
1: Oh no. Fuck,
0: it's Lennon. (laughs) No. What? It's (laughs) It's Paul McCartney. (laughs) Oh, I don't know the Beatles at all. Well, I honestly, I, I, well, did I say it could be any of them? I, I don't want to rewrite history, but I wrote hard to pick. Oh, also, so this is where we can start talking about animal sounds in songs and yes. songs that have animal titles, which other than Blackbird up until now, I thought was only McCartney. And I also said animal songs ruin or animal sounds ruin songs because I thought that maybe Harrison had written the song that's kind of folksy. And then at the end, someone like Paul McCartney was like, let's put in some bird sounds. Because I was like, Harrison would never have bird sounds in his song, even if it's about birds. But I think, you know, it's a team effort. I don't really know how they broke down their responsibilities or creative ownership. But I was like, I could see someone else influencing him. And that, was, that did cast doubt. This is why it was so hard. But I... That was a very insightful clue. The
1: the birds were a great clue. It's like it's true. George Harrison never would have put those birds on. And
0: that's what I wrote on my index card, which I started on Thursday. Uh I was like You're
1: holding it up right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I wrote McCartney, Manic, Camp Songs, Higher Voice, Anything with Animal Name.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um But okay, interesting. I was gonna say Martha, my dear, but you didn't know that Martha was a dog at that point.
0: Absolutely (laughs) not. Yeah, but
1: but that would have been a, that would have been a good. It would have helped you there if you'd known that Martha was a dog. It, it would have been, helped that's me. Paul McCartney song. Yeah,
0: and I mean we haven't even gotten to most of the animal songs, but like I think a lot of them. Like, are what are you recording. talking
1: about? There's piggies. Piggies
0: is next. Then raccoon is next. Oh right, yeah. It is
1: <laughs> then animal there's
0: songs. a f- horrible monkey song, uh, which is on the second. album. Hey,
1: that's a great song.
0: We'll get to it. All right. Uh, but anyway, this is um, cutting me to my core, but also it's good. I'm being more forgiving towards Paul McCartney, I'm understanding his talents. It just the reason I guessed Harrison instead of Lennon was it it didn't have that rich voice. Um it was like a thinner sort of voice. What? But now I'm really I'm realizing like McCartney can sound that way he doesn't always sound tinny and like screechy he
1: like many people you're saying
0: he's talented
1: people think that he has the nicest voice (laughs) from like a classical like pop standpoint by far now that doesn't mean that he has the best voice or the the coolest voice or the overall best voice or the most artistic voice like in fact most people would say that john lennon has that and Mm -hmm. i think that you could make a pretty strong case that that's true like he has the coolest or just overall most badass voice Mm -hmm. but in terms of like guy who could have been on broadway that would be paul mccartney
0: wow uh but what about how it sounds folksy like i don't think of paul mccartney as being folksy
1: well what he is is a musical genius who could do many things
0: (laughs) damn it
1: they have they have complementary skills and differing skills so like he oh. he's basically like, a, he's a musically, he's like a technical genius. Like, um, he could just pick up styles of all sorts and be like...
0: He's a chameleon. He's a shapeshifter.
1: Yeah. And he just like, it all comes easy for him. And in fact, a, a lot of other people like kind of resent him for it. In fact, like Bob Dylan didn't resent him. Instead, he said like, one of the people I most... I wish I could be like Paul McCartney. Everything just seems to come so easy for him. Bob Dylan said that.
0: Well, Bob Dylan was very... Is <laughs> Things
1: didn't come easy for him. He's
0: very talented. But he doesn't have like the prettiest voice.
1: No, although it's pretty awesome. Yeah, anyway, yeah. that's a different podcast. Different
0: topic. But this, I knew Blackbird was going to be a problem. And then I woke up with great certainty on Sunday morning <laughs> and I was like, it's got to be Harrison. Maybe I had a dream. <laughs> I don't know. And then I'm not surprised that I'm wrong. I, I'm just surprised that I'm so wrong. I mean, if it had been Ringo, I would have been really wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay but this is great um, you know I'm not a Beatles expert even no. though I thought I had intuited my way to becoming a Beatles expert we're all here to learn yeah especially you <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, got we, that yeah, one we got some animal
1: songs in a row so the next one is Piggies here
0: we go <laughs> my notes on this are great
1: All right, I'm just going to go out and and say I think you're going to get this one wrong.
0: <laughs> because of my animal theory no. about McCartney singing all the animal songs. That
1: and I also just kind of feel like this one's like a little bit hard to
0: get. I hate this song. Okay. It's not my least favorite on the album, but um there's pig sounds in the at the end. Yes. And I my notes were insult to the listener, pig sounds.
1: You wrote that down on a piece of paper that, at the time that you made it, you really <laughs> didn't have any reason to believe that anybody else would ever see this piece of paper. And, I'm, I'm not I'm glad to ashamed know you of what
0: I wrote. No, no, I think I stand by it. I,
1: this just continually reminds me of uh, how awesome. Uh, I'm. am just very glad that this <laughs> this all is <this> all happening.
0: <laughs> it's all come together. Uh, great. I am already mad that I got it wrong. It's not. I mean, my guess. So my number one guess is mccartney uh-huh. because it's ridiculous i wrote style notes camp song there's it's an animal title there's animal sounds and my again muppet theory like this is straight up muppet it's kind of a higher voice um i wrote lennon as my second guest just mm-hmm. because it's like it's definitely the work of a troubled mind okay <laughs> I, I i mean if it's a lennon song it's like because he's troubled and like in a fever dream. If it's McCartney, it's like he's just so happy. Okay. Um, I guess the dark horse candidate here could be Ringo because it's such an embarrassment. Uh-huh. Um, I'm gonna give, if it's Harrison, I, I'm i gonna leave. Like that will just destroy my world view. But yeah, so it's, guess number one is McCartney, second is Lennon, it's a no exclamation point, do not like.
1: All right, and just to be clear, if it's Harrison, you're, what's gonna happen?
0: Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Oh, yes. Wait. Oh. This is a
1: George Harrison song.
0: Shut up. And that's
1: why I said I thought I'm I... so
0: sad. My heart is falling. Yeah. No. There's animal sounds. It's like a really bad song. It seems like
1: you may be on the verge of tears.
0: I'm so sad. I thought I knew them so well. No. It's like I don't even know George Harrison.
1: Nope. You know, there is, there are some... I'm not
0: going to cry, but I'm like pretty upset. I th- felt like really connected to George and he was on the the one end of the spectrum and the song is on the opposite end. Like it's like a embarrassment. It's a Ringo song in my mind. So... In terms of like me hating it. Insult to the listener.
1: Insult to the listener is pretty powerful. I like this <laughs> song. I think it's a nice song. What's wrong Why with it? Why would he sing is this? It, is it the greatest song ever? No, but it's fine. It's nice. It's, it's- got a catchy tune.
0: It's like for kids trying, it's like at camp, if you're trying to get the kids to stand in a line and like march together somewhere.
1: Well, so here's the why I think <laughs> like, here's the what I think like.
0: And you're it, insulting. It's condescending.
1: If there were a hint buried deep within the song to tell you that it's actually a George Harris song, Harrison song, it would be this. It's that, I think it's like, it's like vaguely political, but not necessarily in a super smart way, <laughs> which is a classic George Harrison thing. <laughs>
0: Can we just do you mind if we listen to like a second of it again? Because sure, I'm it's like I have to rearrange everything I thought I knew was true about the Beatles. Is that him?
1: Yeah,
0: that's crazy. But isn't there some sort of like production thing happening? Yeah, like, they have like a filter sp- on his screwing voice, screwing up his voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my defense. But only on that one part. Only on that one part. Yeah, but even that, I didn't think George Harrison would do that. I thought he was like pure of heart. He was like, the picture of him on his solo album, he has like a giant beard and he's like on a farm, like he doesn't do like production stuff. But
1: this is when he was with the Beatles. Now check I know. this out.
0: Oh. You can see them out for dinner with the piggy
1: wives. So that's probably Paul McCartney right there. Yeah.
0: Primarily. The bacon. Oh, it's so So annoying. I mean,
1: I'm sure we could figure out, find out what other people's theories are about that song, but I assume it has something to do with capitalism. Uh, Pigs, people out with their wives, all that kind of stuff. And so, like, again, not super deep, vaguely political. He's got other songs like that.
0: I feel like there could be a carousel for children and that would be playing.
1: <laughs> all right. <laughs> so you got that one pretty wrong. I got that one as really I predicted, wrong. But I think that was that's a really and hard it, one.
0: It made me sad because what I thought was true about George Harrison based on nothing
1: mm-hmm. is not true. This is great. Yeah, it's great. Because like, if the, at the end <laughs> result is you're like, you know what, all these guys are pretty awesome, that's not a bad place to be.
0: That's true. That would be ideal. Also, do they sing... Do, do they only sing songs that they wrote?
1: Um,
0: Can we just say someone else wrote that?
1: No, he wrote that. <laughs> okay. Uh, for the most part, George Harrison sings songs that he wrote. The one exception that comes to mind is "Do You Want to Know a Secret?" From I know that's in the early wrong. days, so he sings that. But I don't think. <laughs> but I think Lennon McCartney wrote that. Okay. So then, uh, Ringo.
0: That was before he had become most improved. Yes. Okay.
1: Ringo, for the most part. He sings some songs that he wrote himself, like Octopus's Garden, <laughs> um, and I think Don't Pass Me By. Although, actually, I'm not so sure about that one. Did you
0: just give up? The ghost <laughs> actually, don't worry the... about
1: that. Okay, I uh, d- uh, just forget you heard, heard that. Um, but anyway, Ugh. so he like he he sings songs <laughs> that other people wrote for him and that he wrote himself. Okay. Lennon and McCartney, you know, they are co credited on all of their songs.
0: I didn't know that because I
1: <laughs> co credited as the writers of all their songs. So. So every
0: song it doesn't like every song one of them wrote both of them wrote Officially on the notes on the notes. Okay,
1: but in reality it's crazy in the early days They really did collaborate and go back and forth on verses and choruses by the white album Most of these songs were like for the most part primary authorship was by one person But they still kept on putting down Lennon McCartney Um, But if it's like Paul singing for the most part, he wrote the song and vice versa
0: Okay, question. So we're on song... We just finished song number 12. Yeah. Um, How many songs are on the first album? 17. 17. Okay, I knew it was like 13, 17. I didn't know which was... Uh, where the breaking point was. So we've done 12, and I've gotten four wrong. Eight right. Right. Although the ones I got wrong were pretty significant.
1: So 66%. Yeah. D+. plus.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another animal song coming up yep, next. Yep,
1: Rocky Raccoon. Here we go.
0: Now, somewhere in the black mining hills of Dakota, there lived a young boy oh, named Rocky Raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> one day, soon, right off with another guy. It's young Rocky and I. I I'm so curious to right know what right you think about yeah. this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm just I'm just going to read my notes. Uh-huh. Um, first of all, I <laughs> I wrote I don't like it no exc- exclamation point. The notes are a uh, fake southern accent. What's with the animal songs? <laughs>
1: And your guess was?
0: Yeah, but the fake Southern accent like went away after the first part of the song. Right, like
1: this part right here. It's just
0: like, what are they doing? The yeah.
1: Less of a Southern accent there, right? Yeah,
0: but it's definitely like they're putting on some kind of s- accent. I wrote McCartney because I thought it was well, it's an animal song <laughs> and it's ridiculous. I don't like it that much. It's kind of high pitched. Correct. Although it's folksy, so oh yes. Yeah, you're
1: back on the back, back on track. It. Yeah, your animal theory oh. served you right. Finally.
0: <laughs> finally, I should have used it for Blackbird. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Okay, checkmark, hard earned. That song. That's great. I, I would say that's good. It's not like I hate it. Hate. It. Well, did I write? Yeah, it's no, but there's no exclamation point.
1: I'm less high on that song now than I was. I think when I was growing up. It's like a It's great for kids Come on It's, ra- it's Rocky Raccoon You know Yeah a character. We don't even actually know If that's the nickname Of a human man Or a literal <laughs> raccoon But either way I mean The fact that there's such There's even the possibility That it's a song about An animal named Rocky Who's a raccoon Yeah raccoon, you can't lose Either way Pretty good Yeah Yeah I, I'm less into it Now than I used to be But it's still a fine Nice song Alright uh, Let's go to the next one So
0: number 14 Don't Pass Me By Has come up a few times already Yeah okay here we as go As Most Hated By here. Others
1: Okay. I just too far your footsteps. All right. (laughs) I'm going to just quickly say that's probably, just now, is probably the most I've ever enjoyed this song, Uh, which is not a high bar. You get to the chorus part. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point.
0: Although, I love a fiddle. So that, I was just enjoying that fiddle.
1: I didn't, this is the first time I listened to the song and didn't hate it. I'll say that.
0: Maybe I'm older and and wiser. Yeah, I wrote no exclamation point for whether I like it, but it's not one of my top, two most hated songs on this album.
1: Have we come across any of those so far?
0: Um yeah. Wild Honey Pie. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um and one but that's my like second most hated, my number one most hated song is still coming up. Okay. And I despise it. All right. With all my heart. All right. Um but yeah this one's annoying. I wrote <laughs> fake Irish sound.
1: Hold on quick question. Is one of your top two most hated on the first disc? No. Oh, okay, so we're going to be I'm kept sorry. in suspense. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway, fake Irish sound.
0: Yeah, fake uh, what? Irish sound.
1: What, like, what is Irish about it? Uh, like the scale it sounds like of a jig. Fiddle, The fiddle jig, right? Okay, yeah.
0: yeah and, well, I sort of feel like they're putting on a fake Irish accent also. Now mm. that I know that they do accents, <laughs> <laughs> and by they I mean Paul McCartney, because I think this is a Paul McCartney song, because it sounds like a marching band or something, Although if I'm wrong, I'm going to be mad as hell. Um, it's not
1: Paul McCartney. I'm telling you that right now. Who's, what's your so second guess? So my second
0: guess, which I didn't write down, but I should have, although I'll probably be wrong, is Ringo, because it's an embarrassment. Yes.
1: Good good and reasoning.
0: Also, also, like, the voice is not what you, you're saying Paul McCartney is, which is like a musical genius, could be on Broadway, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's hard to tell because he's doing this weird Irish thing.
1: So I'm usually a Ringo defender, not because I think Ringo is the greatest, <laughs> but because like he gets a lot of shit. He's clearly in a different class than these other people. <laughs> yeah. But I actually feel like, you know, I think his voice is kind of cool. Um, and it's usually good. And they give him some quirky songs. And most of those songs I'm on board with, uh, and some of them I really like. This song, I-, I agree with you, is an embarrassment. It's like perhaps the only thing on the album where like the singing... It's not just like oh, it's not my style. I feel like it's like literally bad singing. Um, yeah, I don't remember who wrote it. If well, it was him. I think
0: other songs are really bad singing <laughs> right. too. Right. We'll get to those. <laughs> yeah, actually, the one coming up I really despise and I think is very bad. Uh, it's let's... not my number one or two most hated song.
1: So the next one. So okay, but I got that wrong. I can see what <laughs> you're That's saying. a bummer. Next one is why don't we do it in the road? I I, I guess
0: it's so bad. Well, the voice is so bad, and at least there's like sort of a cool sound to the song, but. Let's, the let's the hear it. The lyrics are terrible. Here we
1: go. <laughs> there it is.
0: Why don't we do it in the road? <laughs> Why don't we do it in the road? <laughs> Why it's blues.
1: 12-bar it blues. <laughs> Why don't we do
0: it in the road? Please let it. Keep playing uh-huh. for the next part. That's like the whole song. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and that's right. Okay.
0: So, um.
1: So you didn't like that one very
0: much. No, I. But I also couldn't tell who was singing because it's like such a weird style. Yeah. But I said it was Ringo because I hate the song and I think it's an embarrassment and the lyrics are like, not. Like, yes, like, that should not be a song. Like, there should be different words used, uh-huh. and they should be saying different things. Yep. Yeah.
1: What would be your second guess?
0: But I wrote, the style notes are bluesy and jazzy, and then I wrote horrible song, fake Southern accent question <laughs> mark. Okay. <laughs> What's your second So guess? I guess my second guess would be Paul McCartney, although now I know that, like, George Harrison can go rogue on me. Uh-huh. I hope it's not him, because that's terrible. No, it's ter- Paul. Okay. Damn it. So, really, like, Don't Pass Me By and Do It in the Road are, uh, I was on the right track, but yeah. I switched them.
1: Right. Well, so the just thing Just because
0: I hated Do It in the Road more than Don't Pass Me By.
1: Here's the thing. Like, again, I'm trying to, <laughs> I don't know if I can defend this song. Like, I, I never liked it before. There, is there part of me that's just like, you know what? As I get older, it's all just work of the great masters. And so, like, they just all, you can sort of find something to appreciate in all of them. Maybe, but for the most part, I think we can all agree that this is not one of their greater <laughs> works. I will say this the reason why I think, you, if you were looking for hints as to why it's not Ringo, I don't think they would have given a song this bad to Ringo <laughs> because it would have just been, like, too much. Like, people already kind of hate the guy. to. Hang on to. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, whereas Paul McCartney can skate by putting out a song like this here and there.
0: But when you say give it to Ringo, it's like, didn't Paul McCartney write this himself? He did. Yeah, but but does Ringo write songs?
1: See, he writes some songs, but for the most part, most of the songs he's ever sung on, uh, uh, from with the Beatles, were written by Lennon and McCartney.
0: Okay. And they just like they meaning w- Lennon or McCartney, maybe not both.
1: Maybe not both. Okay. But uh, but maybe both.
0: Yeah, that's what was hard to me. It's like if I really hate a song, um, can I blame the author? The songwriter or is it like the singer or the same person I will say though like at least I'm in the McCartney Ringo zone yes like I I think it's a huge failure of my intuitive understanding of the Beatles when I mix up like someone like I mix up Harrison and McCartney or Harrison and Ringo right or Ringo and Lennon yes but because in my mind they're all next to each other so it's like if I'm getting someone if I'm getting like the adjacent Beatle on my Muppet spectrum mm-hmm. Then like I don't feel quite so bad Right That's why Blackbird Was such a hit for me <laughs> Such a A miss a Blow Yeah Yeah
1: um, Yeah I think that's fair uh, By the way I think that If I had to guess I would say I don't think Ringo wrote this song Because I feel like the, Actually the first song He ever wrote Was Octopus's Garden <laughs> I might be wrong about that Anyway Let's, okay. move, let's keep it moving Okay um, Those were
0: That was a dark period Of this album though um, Really bad stuff
1: So next is I Will who
0: knows how long I've loved you You know I love you still Will I wait a lonely lifetime
1: If you want me to, I will All right, thoughts?
0: Okay, um, so I, I hadn't heard it before. Okay. I like it. Um, I wrote it was simple and poppy. And then I might be uh, foreshadowing my guess, but I wrote, it's a bit cloying, but also catchy, duet question mark. So my first guess is McCartney and my second is Lennon. And if I'm wrong, I'm gonna be really sad because I feel like it has that McCartney, like, I don't know, upbeat, kind of like innocent, sweet sound. Can I ask you,
1: if it were a duet, like how would that work? Like, I think the chorus, the... I think oh, I it's see. at the
0: chorus where there's usually like some more people coming in Got it. or maybe just the same person coming in.
1: But it's not like you think they're trading off lines or. No, no, no. Like baby, it's cold outside. It's not like you <laughs> think one of them saying one line. And...
0: No, I just think sometimes like the chorus, there's one song where I think a different singer sings at the end. And that happens. Uh, sometimes. Which I know, like I noted. it. Usually, if it's duet question mark that just means the chorus.
1: Hard Days Night is a classic oh, example of a sure. duet. Where isn't that the um,
0: name of an album or a movie?
1: Yes, it is a great movie.
0: I don't think I've seen it.
1: Very entertaining.
0: Yeah, but I definitely know that song.
1: That's one where John sings the verses, but Paul sings like the chorus, or actually maybe like more the bridge. Yeah. Anyway, so that does happen, but so this one was Paul. Yes. Yes,
0: yeah. yes. I'm getting to know Paul better. Yes, and, and I was. I mean, I guessed him correctly. I was getting to know him better, but it wasn't a s- totally easy for me.
1: It's also one where it's like once you, once their voices become more ingrained in your yeah. head, you'll hear this one and be like, "That definitely sounds like Paul." Like just from the, just like the timbre of the voice. Like yeah. here, if you listen to a little bit of it, and that's not true of other songs where maybe it's a little bit more ambiguous. This one, it's just like it's kind of like Martha, my dear. It sounds like Paul. Here, we'll listen to a little bit more of it. It's like if it could have been some like '50s singer, you know what I mean, yeah. or like a British '50s singer, or like a what's his like name, like a crooner, uh, Nash from Crosby, Stills, Nash, like that guy, or I don't know
0: what he sounds like,
1: or Nick Lowe, that Australian guy, don't know what he
0: sounds, whatever. like. whatever. Like
1: actually, I would say velvety is a good use way to describe his voice in this case. But
0: that's how I describe Lennon.
1: I know, but I don't really get that. Don't you? It's just you st- richer. What and, we just like, heard was kind of velvety though disagree I, don't know.
0: I feel like paul mccartney's voice in that song is just like clear and crisp velvety is like kind of fuzzy on the edges
1: is there an example of a john song where you think he's being velvety
0: um yeah but i think it's it's later it's the second half of the album
1: well just throw it out there i'm not gonna tell you if you're right or wrong well <laughs> i might laugh really hard though
0: <laughs> i don't i actually don't want you to know my guesses I <laughs> all right. I want this to be like a closely guarded secret until we get to it. Uh, Well, I wrote Martha was a velvety voice, but apparently think, that yeah. was McCartney. And that was velvety. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe every velvety thing is actually McCartney, which would suck because I wrote that a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that he has the most velvety voice of them all.
0: Damn.
1: But we'll get there.
0: Okay, we'll get there. Should we
1: go on to our final song of disc one?
0: No, I feel like the other velvety one's wrong. Uh, We should. Um, I like the song a lot. I wrote, yes, Julia, exclamation point. Yeah. Here we go. Half of what I say is meaningless But I say it just to reach
1: you, Julia, Julia. Thoughts? What do you think about that one?
0: Um... So I think there's two people singing, or the same person over himself. Okay. And I think it's hard. I think it's a difficult one, but I have a solid guess, and I'm that I'm questioning now what with this like velvety revelation. Okay. I also wrote it's a nice little ditty. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, okay. Oh, I really hope I get this. My guess is Lennon.
1: Yes. Yes. Correct.
0: Yes. Because it's just it's like a fuller voice.
1: That's so interesting because I would not usually describe his voice that way.
0: Or maybe deeper. I'm not sure. Deeper than McCartney. I will say, and I'm embarrassed to say this, but uh, my second guess was Harrison just because it's so like folksy. But now if I, with the new information I now have about Paul McCartney, my second guess would have been Paul McCartney. Yeah. It doesn't matter because I got it right.
1: Right. I think I'm that, just saying like,
0: like my understanding of them.
1: I kind of feel like despite having, I feel like in my... Youth sometimes being also confused by the differences between Lennon and McCartney. Right now, it seems like impossible to confuse the two because they just have different like accents almost.
0: Yeah. And I heard a weird accent in this.
1: Well, yeah. And so I feel but like they all
0: have accents. It's they're most British. forgivable
1: to confuse Lennon and Harrison because even though they have different voices, I just feel like they're they're just, as we've said, like just kind of the same range. But anyway, yeah. this is a Lennon song. I feel like uh, his it's about his aunt or possibly mother, but I think his aunt named Julia. Um,
0: The style note I wrote was lullaby.
1: But sad lullaby. Yeah. Half of what I say is meaningless. It's like that's the opening line. Yeah. (laughs) Or one of them. Yeah. Good point. Um, All right. So what's your score for just one?
0: Oh, man. This is so intense. (laughs) (laughs) It's Paul Revelations. Okay. Uh, Out of 17, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, ten, eleven. Right, the ones I got wrong were glass onion, which I hate. Um, Martha, which was a big revelation mm-hmm. uh, about Paul McCartney. Blackbird, which just caught me to my core. Oh no, wait, sorry. Blackbird was Blackbird was a revelation about Paul McCartney. Piggies is what cut me to my core, and I haven't actually recovered from that yet. Um, that was the one where it was like Harrison yeah. and McCartney, which didn't is, like that song. Uh, yeah, and I just hate the song. Uh, and then Don't Pass Me By and Do It in the Road, I did get both of those wrong, but I think I was like in the right zone, the Ringo McCartney like embarrassment zone, uh, which I also thought Piggies was in. So yeah, not bad. And there bad. were some that I I wasn't so sure about, and I got right. So you got so.
1: eleven out of seventeen or twelve out of seventeen?
0: Uh, eleven.
1: Or was it ten? Eleven, right?
0: I got eleven, right? Six. So you were
1: right about two thirds of the time. Yeah. Um, and if you had just guessed
0: randomly, randomly, it would have been like
1: <laughs> it would have only been a quarter of the time. Although if you had just narrowed it down to Lennon McCartney, yeah.
0: Well, I I, I said it some in one of my texts. Like, I'm not trying to win against myself. I'm just trying to do better than random.
1: You did that so
0: that. I feel like I did get to know the Beatles or at least some of the Beatles. Yeah. And you do that and then some. Yeah. Thank you. And I, But I did say like, oh, I don't even know how you would guess randomly because obviously you don't want to guess Ringo for everything. Right. Uh, that would be a big, big mistake. Yeah. So it would be, it's hard to say what a random guess would get you in terms of a score. But a random guess would mean I feel like, good about this.
1: Yeah. you, you would, I guess you would guess like John 40% of the time, Paul 40% of the time, and then like <laughs> George and Ringo the other like 20%. Yeah,
0: if you knew anything about the Beatles, that's what sure, you yeah, do. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about like my general understanding of like the Beatles as people? Because that's kind of what helped me guess.
1: How much of this is based on like past knowledge versus things you're inferring as a result of having listened to this one album like forty times in a weekend?
0: Uh, it's a combination of both, but I tried to limit my past knowledge. Like I didn't have that much, or maybe I had it and forgot it. And so yeah, it was kind of like this like ecosystem i built where i just like it was like self-sustaining like i would be like yeah McCartney's this kind of guy and i'd be like yeah that this song supports it
1: i think that your understanding is reasonable at like a first approximation you know it's not bad
0: crude stereo like caricature
1: right but it's like also based in reality and that's good and i think it'll get you far in terms of like future analysis yeah that said i would caution against having too many of these kinds of models because part of what makes them great is they're very complicated figures and like at least a couple of them are geniuses which are like (laughs) almost by definition pretty hard to categorize, you know? Yeah. Like John Lennon is maybe a more understandable kind of genius because it's like that guy is just your pure classical like artistic genius. Who knows what he's going to come up with. He's, He's inventing new forms. He's doing stuff that hasn't been done. And in a way, it's almost easier to get your head around that. Whereas Paul McCartney... He's the one that's maybe the trickiest because he seems like this one thing, like lovable douchebag um, (laughs) who's into pop music and schmaltzy stuff. Uh And yet, if like you stopped right there, you'd really be missing a lot because he's actually bringing all these other things to the table. And almost like in spite of himself, in spite of his like kind of oafish personality or whatever, (laughs) he's actually just like this brilliant musical mind. Whereas like, like... Musical mind, as opposed to like John Lennon, who's like this kind of—it's more expansive. He's like a worse musician, but a better artist. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Yeah. But they're both pretty freaking great. Yeah. In in both regards, you know. Both yeah. Regards.
0: I mean, I think Harrison's the best, but now Piggy's has blown that whole idea apart. A lot of people are, like think he's or like you
1: know he's their favorite, and that's totally valid. Only not only because people are entitled <laughs> to their opinions, but also because he's pretty great and he has put out a lot of awesome stuff. Yeah. And he has his own thing going on, which is different from what everybody else has going on. So and his like some of the solo stuff he put out afterwards, like as you were talking about earlier. Very good. Really, really good. Yeah. And then as a kid, I feel like I maybe came into his stuff maybe sooner than anybody else's because of uh, I Got My Mind Set on You, which they played on Nickelodeon all the time.
0: I don't know what that is. I got my mind on, on you. you. Okay, yeah, I know what that Which is, is
1: actually—is
0: that a George Harrison or Beatles song? Uh,
1: he sang it and made it very popular in the eighties. Uh, like when I was six or so, but I'm pretty sure it's a cover. Okay. Um, but uh, wow. I feel like we've done some good work here. Yeah. Um, we should, I think, wrap up. Yes. We got a lot to 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 get into for disc two, episode <laughs> two.
0: And I'm not going to change any of these answers.
1: All right, but you're welcome to update or update create, them. create a new new list if you like.
0: Okay, maybe I'll revisit based on some of what I've learned tonight.
1: Is there anything you want to add? Anything you have to plug? <laughs>
0: uh, I heard about this band recently called the Beatles, and they're quite good. You should <laughs> check them out.
1: Great, we'll do.
0: Yeah, um, I I've held off from listening to more albums because I just started like guessing and then I was like I'm guessing based on my previous guesses I should find out what's right and wrong um it's
1: very disciplined of you
0: yeah I think also I might take a little break from the Beatles I did listen to them a lot in Mm -hmm. the span of one week um so yeah no specific plugs
1: all right well let's leave it there um thank you Katrina
0: thank you Raja
1: I am Raja Shah we'll be back next time with happiness is a warm mic